It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello. That's the beginning of our podcast, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you are. Hello. Uh, is it me you're looking for? And all of that. Uh, my name's Eddie Nestor. I'm broadcasting from London. And the real Eddie Nestor is here. Not that fool that was here last week, though we will talk about that in a little while. With me in a rainy Londinium uh, is Chris. How are you, Christopher? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and over there in what I imagine is a rainy Manchester is Robert Meekin. Good evening, Eddie. You let me die last week. What, what have I ever done to you? I've never shown you anything but love. You made me, uh, you allowed me to make a complete <laughs> prat of myself. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I thought it was it was just me, my end. I just thought I was mishearing you. <laughs> oh dear. Bobby, I'm with you this Several week. Several right? times. If, let's not, if, <laughs> if he makes a mistake this week, right, like he did, yeah. uh, let's not help him out. <laughs> let's make that <laughs> pact, me and you. I'm awake today. I'm honestly awake. We've got much to discuss, and uh, we know we have a, a, a narrow bandwidth, so let, let's get on with it. Uh, I... I I, I receive you and greet you as somebody who is humbly happy that it wasn't 4.05 against Tottenham Hotspur, Chris. I didn't really... Am I wrong to say I didn't really care too much about yesterday? Always care. No, used to be three-point lane, man. No, because I'm still, I'm still angry about Thursday. We'll get to Thursday. I know, but Let's this is why you can't Sunday. talk about Sunday without my mood on Thursday. So yesterday was kind of like a contractual obligation. I mean, that's what the game was. What, to watch it or play it? Both. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. That's like, I've got to go to Skegness. I don't want to go to Skegness, but Bobby Ball's turning up and I said I'd go. I don't really want to go, but I'm going to have to go. And so we end up going to White Hart Lane to be like guests of a party no one wants to turn up to. And we played like that for about an hour. I mean, seriously worrying. Seriously worrying because you need some form going into what is the biggest game of Jose's career coming up. Well, he says it's the biggest game of Manchester United's history. Uh, That's nonsense, by the way. Of course it's nonsense. I think he knows that reputationally, Rubber, uh, this person who wasn't able to turn the champion winning the champion winning side at Chelsea into champions again, for whom they kind of 
I don't know, they abandoned ship. They've mm. won it. He's not done. He's not pulled up the trees that he was supposed to. Yep. If he doesn't win, there's a problem. And we're going to get to the UEFA Cup final. We're going to go back. Mm. Just, just if you don't mind, allow me to give you a few of my theories. Mm. Rashford is the unluckiest player in the Premier League because he couldn't get a game because, uh, you know, the big man was banging them in. Now he can't get a game because we need to save him for the final. Yeah, it's a good point because Rashford obviously has really flourished over the last sort of, you know, few weeks, month or so. And as you say, that's been with Zlatan being a forced absentee. I still think, I'm just relieved that Rashford has come back into form. Whenever he comes on the field now, he looks real quality and hopefully he's going to deliver us deliver us for us when it comes to the final. But you say, yeah, it's been it's been a tough season for him. It started badly when he was misfiring, been on the bench a lot. He's found his form. Now he has to be wrapped up in cotton wool. In terms of, I'm trying to take you down a road. I know you're resisting, okay? But I've tied uh, that rope around your neck and put I'll the ring you, and put the you. ring in your nose, and I'm going to pull you along. Well, you know, resisting though you were, is that an image you don't want? Just taking me back to a place I'd rather not be. <laughs> okay, I won't use. Yeah. I won't use the sticks as well. Here's the thing: the bye. He can play right back. He could play midfield. Did you see the boy yesterday? No, he is a monster. And he's my one saving grace of the future because that proves to me the kind of player Jose can recognise and mm-hmm. buy. And we need 10 buys in that, in that team, quite frankly, who've got that attitude and confidence and arrogance. And the depressing thing, the most depressing thing on Sunday was knowing that we're going into this big game with the Chuckle Brothers probably likely to play at, at centre-back. No, they're not. I don't he can't I, he won't well who's no, he gonna play he won't we'll, we'll, we'll come to that okay you know, the chuckle brothers any, you I don't prom- have any patience I, I think the chuckle brothers that's true as you well you don't have in any life patience. i'm very I'm, you don't my have dad any who's patience. listening to this would say quite right patience is a virtue possess it if you can found seldom in a woman and never in a man let that live we, See, i just wanted to leave that for would you not think here's here's a philosophy that we discussed last week okay yeah. in my one moment of clarity in all the madness uh bobby it, it, it is that here is an opportunity for marino to say we're still going to go to fourth it gives me the chance to blood some of the players that haven't mm. been able uh, to get in it's a wonderful opportunity for them to show that they are manchester United. the galvanizing chichillian speech as opposed to, I'm going to put the lumpers in now who couldn't get a game, who I don't want in my squad. Because I think, you know, you hear Chris talking about the Chuckle Brothers, that is the way they played yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as we discussed on last week, I don't object to the fact he, he's picking these weakened teams. Obviously, I understand what the priority has to be now due to our failure in the Premiership this season. But I don't like the fact he makes lots of noise about it. I don't think he's ne- needed to make such a big deal all the time saying, these are games we don't want to play, these are games we don't want. This is a team, this isn't really a team, as he described them the other day. It's too much waffle from Jose, who has been throwing his toys out the pram a bit. I understand the pragmatism, as you say, of putting these dodgy formations together just to get us through the rest of his last you remnants still have to of the season. You them. You still got you to do, empower them. You do, and I think it's wrong psychology. I, agree. I totally agree. Psychology. Totally agree with Bobby. The psychology of how he's played like, the last two weeks is the thing that's got me angry the most. Eddie, you look tired, mate. You look really tired. You look so tired. Really tired. 
Do you feel tired? The more I say you're tired, the more you're going to feel, oh, yeah, yeah, I am, boss. Yeah, I am feeling a bit tired. Stop saying people are tired. Don't say it publicly because I'll believe it. And I only need to believe it to take me down my level 2%. For me, for that to make a massive difference. We all know they've played a lot of games. We all know the schedule's daft. We all know the injuries and the suspensions haven't helped us the past month. But stop saying you're tired. And also, when you're going into dead rubber games, you're playing to protect yourself there, Mourinho, in games like... I thought yesterday when we could have gone for it a little bit more when Mkhitaryan yeah. and Lingard are both playing wing back again in a, in a six for yeah. that first hour it's nonsense it's just not in a contractual obligation play 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 just play the game because otherwise you're just waiting to get beat and that's not what we do but he's he's got so many draws that the defensive m- mindset has pervaded all, hasn't it? I think it has the past month because he's gone He's gone into his siege mentality of trying to work out how he can manage manage the rest of the season th- because of the injuries of suspension and because of his lack of faith in certain players and certain positions. I mean, he keeps talking about, I think, was quite a telling thing. I think it was after a game recently where he just wanted anyone to score. You know, I think it was before the before the um, Salto Vigo game. He said, just need anyone to score. It wasn't a vote of confidence in those players playing up front and uh, yeah it concerns it concerns me a lot going into what is not Manchester United's biggest game in their history but what it definitely is is Jose Mourinho's biggest game in his history because it's going to make have a big impact upon his cali- his standing and his legacy and how we go forward well it, it, it's an even bigger impact Bobby on the type of player who would be prepared to play for Manchester United. They're already having problems with the big London-Manchester divide. And if you're not going to have Champions League football, uh, there's only money that can bring you down, Bobby. Yeah, that is a worry. uh, Because Manchester United aren't a successful football team presently and haven't been for three years now. They're still a huge draw across the world and we know also on the commercial side of things they're enormous so few people who can if you're 21 but, if you're 22 yeah, if you're yeah. if you're the the article if you're the finished yeah. gig if you're the big if you're the Griezmann then you're not coming in you know well you've just got to well, the semi-final if you got to the semi-final unless they're paying you a bit hundred and fourteen thousand pounds a goal or something money, like that well they might talks, the Manchester United have plenty of money but at the same time you're right if you're a 22 year old uh you know Brazilian kid, Spanish kid who's, who's, who's looking for his next big move. And right now it's between Manchester United and Bayern Munich, for argument's sake. Well, you're going to go to Bayern Munich because they're a better team but, presently and they look like they're going places. And so that, that, is, that is a problem. I still think Manchester United would still have the, the, the clout in terms of the checkbook to bring some, some good players in. But it, it does hinder it. If you don't get in the Champions League, there's no question it does hinder it. Because if you're a Griezmann, well, you know, you, you want to be thinking, do I really want to be playing in the Europa League next season? Conversely, if you're, if you're David De Gea, for goodness sake, you're going to be thinking, do I really want to be in the Europa League in golf for Manchester United? It does affect. I he's gone, isn't it? Effect. He's gone, isn't it? I think he's I gone. I personally no, think we're going to lose him. He's yeah, gone. I think we're going to no, lose him. I think he's gone. I think it's done. I, I, I think it's done. When they're talking about bringing the kid in, the Portuguese uh, kid in to play the final games of the season, and not, I think it's done. I think it's a done deal. I think it's done, and I'm... Like, if you've got David De Gea, who's the best goalkeeper in the world, yes. who has been player of the season for us, and then you don't pick him in the Anderlecht game, yeah. I thought, first of yeah. all, and you don't pick him against Celta Vigo, I'm sorry, then I'm, and you're saying the Europa League is all our focus on. And you're not picking, and you're not picking your, pick your, your, best, best player. your best player. Uh, you, you're only, your only proven world-class player. 
I'd say, in that team, yeah. and you yeah. don't pick him, yeah. he's gone. He's gone. He's and going. He's gone. Deal's done. Uh, whatever it is, he's yeah. having a power play about I'm not picking you. Yeah. And I, I think that's incredible. I think that's actually just... Well, it's not uncharacteristic of Mourinho, is Unless it? this kid, I've stupid. heard this kid is special. Unless this Portuguese are special and he believes... I mean, he... Listen, But he has he to has talk made, him up to justify his, the yeah, game Yeah, but he's decision. made tough decisions. I mean, he let Peter Cech go, right? And, and, and that is a tough decision. Here is a proven... And he's gone to yeah, Arsenal and made a, to make that decision. But, but he's made Arsenal a better team. And, 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 mm. and he's had to make a decision like that. If he feels that bringing, I don't know, the England goalkeeper in or somebody like that doesn't lose us too much, then but that's then next got... season, Eddie. This is like this season now. We've got to get into the Champions League to buy the players that Bobby's rightly talking yep. about. Because what was the biggest shock I thought on Sunday was how far away we were in every possible way from Tottenham. They were quicker. Yep. They were more powerful. They passed the ball better. But that's because they had something to play for. No, I think they just were. I think they just were. We beat Tottenham. And they we have, beat Tottenham. Their yeah, league form have proved it, has proved it consistently all season. They've proved that they are better than us in the league. And the league does not lie. Well, fine. The league doesn't lie. What have they won? They've not won anything. You ha- I mean, I don't I know. I agree with you about the not winning thing and winning trophies because, yeah, does matter. Yeah, but they're matter. still far ahead of Manchester United and, they're not, and they haven't won the Premiership. They're still a country mile ahead of us at the minute. Yeah, but if we, win the, hold on. if we win the UEFA... This is the old Eddie, right? Uh, trying to get something... Trying to make the glass we'll half full. If we meet... Stop. <laughs> if we meet... If we beat... Uh, this team and win the UEFA Cup. He will argue quite rightly, I have won, because he considers it to be a trophy. The Community Shield, uh, the League Cup, as was, and the UEFA Cup. You cannot argue that that isn't a successful season. I'm not, and I absolutely agree. We should be going for trophies, and it will be a successful season if we beat Ajax. What we're talking about is, oh, is the amount of work that has mm. to be done and also how he's managed it Fine. being on the edge of the cliff well let's go we'll, we'll do that next week we'll do that after the game but it's difficult and, and I'm as frustrated as you are but it's difficult for us to analyse something which hasn't happened yet he may win it he may win it we should beat this team we have the quality to beat this team we're ranked way above this team we have better players than this team and if all things are equal we will win but this goes back to Bobby's point about the psychology and Jose getting that right or, or wrong and I think he got that massively wrong last week against Celta Vigo at home those players played like the sh- shirt waved a ton because yeah. Jose was talking about how this is the biggest game of the season oh I don't know who's going to score goals and you could see see it they didn't know whether to stick or twist and it was happening all first half there was no oh, the Rashford's yeah. piece of magic there was the, and that was it for that amazing uh, yeah. cross to Fellaini there was nothing else going on they played with no control they played completely paralysed with fear I was getting so angry yeah. as the second half was going on because I could see it I could see what was about to on, happen on that I agree and, and I, you, and it I, was you inevitable saw, and you saw it against Tottenham as well they were play, uh, you know and you don't often see this with Joseph Mourinho teams but Bob I saw players not knowing what they were supposed to do well, no, and his excuses because we conceded from two set pieces of the players playing together as if they were sort of strangers that only recently come together. This is a squad that's been together for a long time. It was, it was all pretty lame stuff. And in relation to the Celta Vigo performance, I think looking at more fame in the final. That's my fear because, you say, it's so ratcheted up, the tension. We've got this Russian roulette totally. situation where it's really 50-50. And I think the players, we've got a real worry that players won't 
He I'm knows they, because they're so scared of failure. But he knows though a lot of those players and the Chuckle Brothers included haven't got the mental aggression and they're not mentally strong enough strong enough to cope in such situations. That's what he's worried about. He's and I think he has to be clever here and take the pressure off them because that young Ajax team have nothing to lose and are going to go in yep. with with no I'm going to play with no fear and we need to control that game and play with play with our heads screwed on and 12 days to prepare as well I I, I did uh, you know my heart dropped when I saw Kane run past and push over Jones oh, did did you yeah. see that he, he it well, was embarrassing is that, well, can is I that, say that is a concern for the final again because what's our centre back pairing? Well, that's now that that, I think, is gone. <laughs> Rojo is gone. Uh, that's what we're looking at. Gee, how badly? How bad was Blind last week I, I, in, on Thursday night at Celta Vigo? How bad was he last night? Yesterday, I know. But Thursday night, he was awful. He was a bag of nerves. First five minutes, kept falling over, let them in, and it all it transcended itself through the whole team that first five minutes because normally he's quite composed. Baye is a massive miss because he's a, yeah. he's a one-man wall. Yeah. Massive. I don't see he's got much choice. Who's left then? Let's let's do it that way. And Blint, Smalling. Jones. Jones. That's it. That is it. That's it. And, and you're not going to play the kids. He's not going to play Fosamensa or Tuanzebi. Well, Fosamensa's out, isn't he? And is he still out? He's, he, still, yeah? he's, out, he's out for the season. Young's out for the season. I think There's no options kid, at fullback. The, the kid did quite well on... Thursday, you can't put a two and Zabi. He won't play him. He won't you play him. You can't play him at centre half in a European final. He's big. He's got a big problem. At, uh, did you hold on a minute, please? You can't. Just, you just, can't. just I, 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 I respect both of you immensely. You know that. Did you both see Smalling and Jones yesterday? Yes. They were dreadful. I'm saying that's the problem. Yes. That, they, oh, right. they were dreadful. Sorry, because he's compare and contrast, isn't he? You're saying you can't put him in. But did you see what was left? Yes. And I'm <laughs> don't I'm confused. I'm panicking. That's, that's I don't know what to do because I think this were a real crucial point in the sense that if we don't win that game, we, we've not been in the top four since Fergie left. It's another failure. We're Liverpool circa nineteen ninety seven. And that and, and we're over we're yeah. over the we're yeah. over the hill with it because it's gonna be harder to bring that back. Yeah. That's my massive fear about yeah. Stockholm. When you when you drop out of the top four, as we've seen with Liverpool, it's hard to, and it would be better if we came tenth this season, like Chelsea, and then he had all week to prepare Prep. for the game. Yeah, I to, I, to, I, I I think you're kinda right. But having said that, Chelsea in 2013 won the Europa League and finished fourth. So I'm a little bit sceptical about how you use that well, argument. Well, no, Leicester won it last year. And they year. sacked someone during Le- the Leicester season. Leicester won it last year, no European football. Yeah, no, there's a pattern. And Chelsea I won totally it, no European but also football. I'm saying it is much tougher. He, he's won mm. it He's won it with 19, 18 players he's won it with. He's not going to be able to play uh, his, yeah, his Conte with 18 players next year, is he? Celta Vigo were 11th in the Spanish league and we're making them seem like we just we just scrape through. It's, it's, yeah. it's his psychology and his message I'm worried about. About. He's a winner. Absolutely, this is, is. what you and he will you, plan two, for it. you two, you two, you two people, right? Have been on this podcast more than anybody else, right? And both of you consistently, Bobby. I'll let you fight back first, right? Mm-hmm. And both of you have said more than one occasion, and the tapes are there if you'd like to listen to them. First of all, top four. Secondly, yep. he is a winner. So why, when we're in a final, are you not backing the winner? Because it's been a disappointing performance from him in many ways. I've been it, it hasn't it hasn't gone as well as I expected. I didn't think a magic wand to occur, but I did expect us to be 
perform better. I did expect us to be in the top four. There's no doubt that Jose Mourinho is a winner. If you just look at the stats, wherever he's been, he's won trophies. I was right to be optimistic on that front, but I'm not going to dress it up. I mean, I, I think Mourinho's you know, spinning all sorts of stories at the minute to cover what has in fact been a failure of a season. Even if we win the Europa League, I know we'll be high as kites if they do it because we're back in the Champions League. I've got to say, overall, I've looked at the performances this season at Old Trafford, we have to say that the negatives outweigh the positives. There's a lot of work to do. I still hold the opinion that he will pull it off. But, I, I, but at the same time, I think it's been a disappointing start, a disappointing season for him. I, it, I think, you know, a lucky deflection of somebody's backside and we win 1-0 in Stockholm and, it, and it's all fine. Yeah. And it's, I think it'll be a great season. It'd be a great season if we win two trophies. We don't. That doesn't happen often. Fergie didn't win two trophies often. Two thousand eight, we won Premier League and the Champions League. But that isn't. That isn't. Ninety nine wasn't too bad either. Ninety nine was three, and we've played a similar amount of games as ninety nine at the moment. I mean, Gary Neville played twenty eight games consecutively from the back end of that season. So don't tell me you can be tired. You tell me you're tired, I'm going to go, yeah, 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 I'm tired. I'm worried because his psychology the last two weeks yeah. bothers me about what he's transmitting to the team. Yeah. I still have faith in him. I still think he's the right man, but I'm, I'm worried how he's managing and putting the pressure on, on, on this team. And you saw his reaction Thursday. He, I've never seen Jose in 15 years look so nervous and a little bit hopeless mm. yeah. the last 15 minutes because he saw what was coming. He didn't know how to deal with it because he didn't know what to say to them. And I think that he knows... I talked to my mate Darren about it on Sunday uh, up in Manchester and we were thinking, well, he can't get rid of 10 in a pre-season, but there were 10 we were thinking could go. And you know, but you're not going to get rid of 10. And I still don't know. I haven't got a faint, well, I have got a faint idea about what the team should be, but I don't know the team he's going to pick. Well, I think there'll be at least one surprise and it would not shock me. I know it, he can't do Carrick because Carrick hasn't got any pace, but it wouldn't shock me if, if, if Pogba... You listen, you hear the name I used there. Pogba wasn't pulled back to protect the back four because he needs somebody. You're going to get tweets now about that. He, he's going to pull him back. No, he's going to put him further forward. Well, well, that's what you want him to do. He's, that's but what that's do. what Mkhitaryan does. Mkhitaryan will go uh, further forward. Well, they could shunt uh, him on the right hand side. Then Mkhitaryan. That's the other option. He's not going to play a back six, is he? He's not going to. Sorry, he's not going to play the, the the five at the back, is he? He's not going to do the wing back stuff. No, but I think who I think the whole team is built around whoever sits in front of that back four, because they're going to whoever it is has got to protect those Chucker brothers, and when we get the ball, has got to be able to string five or six passes together, because consistently over the past month, and we've got the ball in midfield, we haven't been able to control the game or ping string five or six passes together and get yeah. up the pitch. Pogba. Haven't been able to do it. Pogba. Haven't been able to do it since um, Carrick hasn't He's played. Your best there. player, Pogba. Herrera will do the dog work. Herrera can do the Herrera dog work. Can, you're right. Herrera can chase and Harry. Let's, let's pick He's the team. Okay, come, 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 guys. Come on. We're picking our team or we're picking the team we think he'll pick. Oh, for goodness sake. Why are you so difficult? Because the listeners will be going like, oh, is that my team? Was that the team we think Jose picked? It's like two different Robert, things. Robert, you, pick, you, you decide which one we're going for. Well, I think the team we'd like to see. Okay, let's do that. He's so good. He's very good, isn't he? That's he's, a he's a diplomat. He's, a, he's the Terry Weight of this uh, podcast. <laughs> the reference. The, what, well, the, team, you, you, the team you'd like to see. De Gea is not going to be in goal. This is not, that's not what we're doing, though. This oh, is the okay, team we sorry, like sorry. to see. Sorry, sorry. Go on. Go on in, guys. So De Gea obviously should be in goal. Yeah. But he's not going to be. <laughs> Right, we can get the past that back, one. The centre back's going to take a deep breath about how. The Let's hell do right back. That's easy. Easy, yeah. Valencia, yeah, that's fine. Tony, Valencia. Tony Valencia on uh, right back. Is Young still injured? 
Yeah, Young, Young's out for the Young, season. Young would play in this game if he wasn't. Young's out for the yeah, season. Da- Darmian on the Darmian on the left. No, 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 no. That's not what I want to see. That lad can't so, go past the halfway line. He won't play. He can't I know, pass I it. I bet they pick it. He'll play, he'll play, won't he, on that day? Yeah, but remember, well, this is not what we're doing, remember? Okay, this okay. Is, okay. This is what I think. I'd go blind at left back. Okay. <laughs> I'd go blind at left back. Okay, that's your one. We're all going to get one. That's your one, right? No, I want to save my one for later. <laughs> no, no, that is your one. No, no, I want this. I'll, I'll let that play, one go. He could play blind in the. It, that could be if, if he doesn't trust the child, the Charlie cart horse. He might put him in with Smalling. It's not impossible. No, we, I know. Oh, he's done that before, isn't he? I, I think it'll either be Jones, Smalling, and Blind, or it'll be Smalling, Blind, and Darmian. No, <laughs> I think that's what it is. One of the two. Okay, let, let's go. So, I'm so, confused. So, so Jones is going to play if he's fit because he's got reputationally good, uh, you know. Really? But Jones did what, well, didn't Barry he? Barry Chuckle. He did he well. Did. He did for a while and it's, as we, as we saw on... Um, anyone else say, worried? He's reverted back to time. <laughs> this feels so real. It's, it is. <laughs> so, so who are you putting next to him? Well, uh, Robert, who are you putting next to Barry Chuckle? Phil Jones. Oh, I'd have to put, I've got no choice. I'm no fan of his. I'd just have to put Small in there. Right, that means Blind is left back then. Right, yeah. Blind. Oh, good God. They, all these are going to get jobs then, you TV, forever. Right, if no, 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 no. Because we know Rashford's up front, so we're no, oh, okay. none of us Rashford's is going to... None yeah. of us is going to... Do you reckon Valencia Smalling? I was going to throw a curveball in. So this is what I've got. Goalkeeper, uh, we've got De Gea, right back Valencia, central central defenders Jones and Smalling and Blint uh, at, uh, at left back. That's what I've got. You got five yeah. more, mate. So 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 Pogba's going to be in there. Where is he? Pogba and Mkhitaryan are going to be in there. Yeah, what? yeah, it depends mm. that they do. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, is it Mkhitaryan your European specialist? Isn't that what he's he is? Of- he likes scoring on a Thursday night, but we're playing Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the problem. He, I, he gave Mata a hug at the end of the game. Should I take anything from at, that? Uh, well, they're both little, the right size, I suppose. I, I don't know. I mean, it's tricky. This is tricky. I, for me, I'd have to go. I have to go. Carrick, Herrera, Pogba. That's my three. Yeah, that's why I'm as well. Now, I'm not sure how long. Yeah, yeah Carrick, Carrick for the full, full final. I just I think, think you have to start with him. You've got to start with him. He could. He could. It's like experience is going to be important and he'll just not panic and he'll yeah. keep the ball yeah I'd go with that and I'd say then for the, the our front three I'd have to say it'd be Rashford Mkhitaryan and Martial would be my three to start here's a curveball for you what if you put Fellaini up front and he plays like Ibra did and you have Rashford and Martial or Mickey either side he likes the curveball. He likes. There will be. There will. He I likes mean, height. It, it, he, he likes height, and he likes him. He likes and, him. And, and the one he scored, I think, and God help us. And yeah, but the more I can't believe I'm suggesting putting Fellaini up front I, in a I, European I don't, final. I don't think it will happen. I don't think so. I'm just like throwing it out there as a thought. Well, he, may, he may well start. He may. I. I wonder if Carrick. I. Fellaini might be in the midfield. But that Mourinho's team that Carrick won't start because he'll think he'll just one a higher energy team. I know it sounds, it's quite possible that Herrera will be the deepest line midfielder and it could be Fellaini with Pogba. That's possible as well, isn't it? I, I don't know. I, I see, this is, there's so many permutations. Why can't, yeah. did you see Martial run past people yesterday? I think, I thought he showed great attitude yesterday. You know, he had two, yeah, he two really good attempts that, you know, just not too far off. He was all right centre forward. He was, he was first half particularly, he looked a threat and then he went on the wing 
Um, and and he went past you know the fullback yeah, easily, absolutely. And 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 here's the thing that that Lingard has scored in finals. I don't think he will start, no, but true. he has scored in finals. He's also come off the bench and scored. So that's right. all right. All right, so that's yeah, all, he doesn't affect us then. Yeah, no, I I I I think it's it's tricky. This Fellaini up front with Rashford and Martial either side. Boom. No. No. We're recording this, right? So if I'm right... No. Yeah. No. It's just, quite possible he'll start. It's very possible he'll start. The, I wouldn't pick him. A Mourinho certainly could, I think. Height. I'd take Carrick out and put Fellaini in if you're looking at second-guessing yeah. Mourinho. It's, then when he wants the to Carrick game... The thing's an interesting one, isn't it? It's, it's how you use Carrick in this fight. Yeah, but when you've got control of the game, way. you put him on. Slow it down. Mm. If, if, if game game could have gone. Game could have gone by then. Game yeah, could have exactly. gone. They're a real fast attacking side. Yeah. Put him, win the game, get, get control of the game, calm the game down. They're going to start really quite fast, I think. And I think you're going to need experience to make sure everyone, everyone knows what they're doing. Especially if you're stuck with Jones and Smalling at centre-half. And you're not playing your yeah. first-choice goalkeeper. You remember, you're going to be playing Romero, who's done well. But still, he's no De Gea. De Gea pulls off saves no one can pull off. At times in the games yeah. when you really need him to, it's 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 you got two you got two players. You, I, I'm giving you Carrick Fellaini. I'm gonna take Fellaini out because uh, you clearly don't think he'll be in midfield. I think you're wrong. But but we'll, we'll, the great thing about this pod is the evidence will be there. Yeah, so, I, I'm so, I, I'm going to try and look good by saying they'll start with him up front. Okay, I'm putting go that for into your possible suggestion. Go for your curve ball, Robert. My curveball, good God. Well, I'm not really sure I have a curveball, I'll be brutally honest with you. I would start, as I said, the midfield of Herrera, Carrick and Pogba playing in front of them. I don't really, in terms of a curveball, I don't, I, think, I mean, I, I like, I like our, our young lad who's come into the defence recently, but he's not going to start. But I think he's, he's a great player and he may be useful to us at some point during the match. But I don't think we've got many curveballs. Well, you've got two players. I think, I'm asking you who the other two players are. Well, two players to pick. I've got Herrera, Carrick and Pogba in my midfield. Yeah. And my front three yeah. would be Rashford as an out-and-out striker, Mkhitaryan on the right, Martial on the left. What's worrying about all of this for me is that we're so indecisive about the spine of the team. You still don't yeah, know what yeah. your best team is. Just down the in, middle of it. But that's injuries though, isn't it? No, not really. The, the sp- well, Rojo's not there. But we don't know. I, Ibra's not there. But we don't you, have you, you any know. confidence in, like, well, the gay is not there. We don't Shaw, think Carrick's going to be there. Shaw's not there. Bailly's not there. We've Bailly. got a lot of injuries. We, yeah, we have. We have. But it's a worry that even what we're talking about now with the plays that we've got, we're still so uncertain about the spine of the team. Yeah. Down the middle. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's how you win titles. It's a worry. It's and a, yeah, it's a worry. And that's why we're nowhere near the title, isn't it? The minute it's, it, 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 all the great Mourinho teams have had that great spine. He's always had great yeah. outstanding centre back, that holding midfielder, a goal scoring midfielder, and obviously a ruthless goal scoring machine up yeah. front. Check. That's been a hallmark of his teams. And we we've got bits of that. We've got Bailly's come through and looks like he's the real deal. We've relied on Zlatan to an unhealthy degree up front, but he's been doing that in the midfield. You know, Pogba's obviously been in fits and starts, quality that he undoubtedly is. I think credit to Herrera, he may not be the most gifted uh, player in the Premiership, but I tell you, he's, he's just shown real application and attitude and has seized his chance because there's been a gaping hole in that field that needed filling, and he's the person who's taken it. Yeah. I'm still not convinced he's the way forward for us to become a world class team again. But he's got a, the reason Herrera's come, become so important to us is because that midfield has been 
lousy and light. Gentlemen, I've got, I've got, to, I've got to stop you there. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we talk about a couple of the sideways ideas I've got, and we'll make our predictions uh, for the following week. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, we are a uh, Redcast in turmoil. <laughs> We've uh, had many debates about the team, the manager, what are we going, what are we doing? We've solved nothing. I don't think we've solved we've anything. So, we've solved uh, more questions than answers. I think it's this conundrum will become a little bit clearer after we play Southampton because I think he'll probably play eight or nine of the starters against Southampton, certainly for an hour on Wednesday night because they'll need a bit of rhythm, they'll need a bit of confidence. And I think, you know, it'll be, it'll be competition winners on Sunday. I, really, I, I didn't see anybody playing against Tottenham who was playing for their place. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, they, they weren't playing so like I, I want to get in that I, team. I, I maybe Martial, in, maybe Martial. Fine, yeah, I'll give you Martial. I, I want to be in that team. So here's, here's one of my sideways ideas from the pain of watching that game. The, the Rooney will be used as a make-weight to go back to his childhood club for us to get the top goal scorer in the Premier League this year. Proven goal scorer. Silly money. Lukaku is coming to Manchester United. Let's go. Bobby, do you I think that? that? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, a, it, it's a sensitive uh, piece of business that I'm not sure about the Rooney part of the transaction. I'm not really sure Everton necessarily need him. I'm not saying that to have a cheap dig at him, but I just don't I just don't well, know they might be losing they might be losing Ross, mate. Yeah, well we'll see, but I don't if Rooney's the answer. But on the Lukaku side of things, I think he'd be a he'd be a he could potentially be a great player for us. I think that'd be a good move because I I think it's unrealistic on the Zlatan front to wonder whether we can rely on him, even if he wants to be with us next season, the jury's pretty much out on that. My feeling is he's probably gonna go anyway and want to Cash in elsewhere, and deservedly so. And if we're if we're looking, if we are looking at Griezmann as a possibility as well, I think Lukaku and Griezmann would both look like really good options. Obviously, extremely different sorts of players that give us real variety. So I'm being looking at three rose-tinted glasses. Obviously, imagining us getting them both, but uh, you can but dream. I'm not sure about Lukaku. I'm not. If we if we I'm go to convinced. the Champions League, he'll come. I'm not convinced he's the right one. Well, he's the top goal scorer in a team that can't possibly Kevin be Phillips giving us... was the top goal scorer one season. I'm not convinced Lukaku is the right man for us. I'm just not. I'm, I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm not saying he could be. I'm just not convinced he is. The, the problem that with the Premier level the pro, the pro, that we the pro, need... The pro, but not yet. He might not be yet. But that doesn't matter. The, 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 you know, he's scoring those goals and if he's not at the top level, what's he going to do when he is at the yeah, top but level? We have to know how we're going to 
how we're going to try and score goals. Well, the, yeah, but because the problem is you've seen enough players come to this country who come with big reps. Falcao I'll give you just as one and they come with big not everybody who scores bangs and goals everywhere else will do it in the Premier League if mm. you've got a proven Premier League goal scorer why wouldn't you take him because I don't know if he's he is good amongst players that are, he's around at Everton is he yeah. that, is he good enough for a higher level of player to play with is he bright enough is he clever enough are we going to play football in a way that will suit him scoring goals. He Everton play a lot down the channels and lets him turn inside and score some goal. And, and he gets the ball, he scores those. He scores a lot of types of goals. I'm just not sure he has the quality and first touch good enough to play centre forward for Manchester United because you can touch that ball in him and it bounces off him 10 feet. I, I, we've seen it. Apart from Zlatan, who scores goals some, um, this season? The, the options as well. Uh, I mean, I, I think Rashford is the most... I mean, Rashford for me is the priority because I think he's... he's a world-class superstar. If but until he scores he's 20 he goals, we don't know that he can. You know, Michael, yeah, I know, exactly. You but know, I'm Michael Owen never scored 20 season. league goals. Michael Owen never scored 20 league goals. So we've got to look for top, top Champions League quality. That's who we need to bring. People who are good and done it in the Champions League. That's what we should be looking at. We need 20 goals. Million. We need 20 goals. I think there's... We I need think, 20 goals. Because you don't I have know the... You don't have the skulls, well, the, goals the gigs, come, the best... Yeah, but, you don't have the support in midfield. No, but that's what... He's got to shout goals from midfield. Pogba should have 10 more than he has. The defence needs to contribute 10 goals a season. They're not. They're not a threat <clears> of set pieces. You should be getting 10 goals out of your, out of your defenders. Yeah. I, if I could choose anyone who might be available, who's got the top quality, Benzema. Because Real Madrid are going to make some changes up front. Mm. No, Ronaldo's going to play number a, nine. I think you've got a better chance of getting Gareth Bale than Benzema. Maybe, but Benzema, I think, is a proper number nine that we need. But he wants to go to Arsenal, doesn't he? I don't know. My, ben, ben Paul usually um, is on this podcast every now and again. He actually met him on a holiday a few years ago, tried to get him to get to Old Trafford. He went to Real Madrid instead. That's how good Ben was. He showed me the picture and I'm still not pretty sure. I'm not still certain it was Karim Benzema. I think it was a bloke that said he was. Because I had this once in a nightclub. It was a bloke that he was Rory yeah, McIlroy. He just had curly it, yeah. perm hair yeah, and an accent. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I'm not sure Lukaku is the right man. I'm just not. But that's, isn't that the exciting bit about it, Robert, that you don't know Anybody is the right man, certainly. Well, but very I knew Dwight York a very was. polite way to put it at the minute. Yeah, it is certainly very exciting on a level that could do without this sort of excitement. I just say, Lukaku, I just think looking back at great Manchester United side that we've had obviously different sort of options and different sorts of players as attacking options. I'm not saying, I, I think the idea of having a Rashford, maybe a Lukaku and a Griezmann, you'd have some just exciting options to go for then. Uh, I, I just don't think of way you rein, reinforce the squad. I don't, not necessarily saying Lukaku would be the answer would start every game. We need a, the price, but I think we need to be in that position I, where we're bringing I think, in new options. I would totally do. I think we need a predator in the 18-yard box. I think he's, it was no mistake a few months ago he and talked and, uh, about Chicharito, but that Chicharito, kind of yeah, yeah. Lineker-esque, Michael Owen-esque finisher Deadly Van Nistelrooy in the Van Nistelrooy never scored, scored one goal outside the box in all those goals he scored for us. We need someone who's deadly and comes alive in the box. Saying that, we need someone who wants to create and put the ball in the box. And we don't have much of that coming from the wide positions properly because no one looks to get beyond and get in the box and play between the first. Boxes. First player he's going to buy is a central defender. Then he's going to buy a holding midfielder, and then he's going to look up front. I think he needs six. I think he genuinely needs at least six. If you buy, if you buy six, Robert, how many do you expect to hit the ground running? Six. 
You you are so impossible today. <laughs> you hope six will hit the ground running. Well, six aren't going to hit the ground running. That's what we need. It's a real. It's so hard to call, isn't it? Because look at Pogba this season. We've had you know adverse at all, obviously, but it's been fits and starts. Had to really get going. Baye comes into the team. Looks like he's been playing there yeah. for five years. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily I, have expected to be no, that way no, around. No, no, but, but but I was reading about Pogba. I mean, I don't think he's had as bad. I mean, if the the, the no. post if the post was a little bit narrower, he could have had a few more goals. I think until Pogba realizes he, he has to pass the ball right quickly, then Mkhitaryan won't be any good, and up front we're going to struggle because he holds onto the ball far too long. But his dad died. I'm not talking about Thursday. I mean, obviously that's a massive. I mean, our sympathies go out to him for but that. But he's been ill for a while. That's got to play on your mind. All season. Yeah, but it's got to be on oh, your mind. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to be honest, the fair play to him for turning up on Thursday. It's got, it's got to be I'm on not, your I mind. I wouldn't have done. I you wouldn't know, have been Matt, able to. Matt has had somebody die as well. Fair, you know what I mean? So I know, I, fair for you taking the mood down now, Eddie. But yes, you are right. <laughs> right? You are right. I didn't mean to. I'm just yes, trying to give you Grief some... is a factor when people are at work. I think so. Right? And I absolutely commend him for turning out last Thursday. Having said that, as an overall picture of the season, he has to learn to pass the ball quicker. He has to learn to release the ball. and Because people can't make runs because they don't know when he's going to pass it. And if he's in that position, that's what he's got to improve massively. And in turn, it'll allow him to get more mobile, to get closer to the box, to become more of a goal threat. Okay, so look, we've got a couple of things that we need to do. Uh, because we, we're kind of assessing the season and, you know, it's not the end of the season yet. So we should stop that for a second. But let me ask you, just both of you, if there is one player in the Premiership that you would like at Manchester United that would improve our team, who would it be? Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? That's a good question. I wish you'd prime me for that. I'd have thought of something interesting. The boy at Liverpool, I'd suggest, is just without can't, him. Can't, we can't pick Scousers. We've got to rule those out. We can't pick... <laughs> no. Can't pick anyone from City or Liverpool. They're, just, I know who I'd be then. I know who I'd want. Who? Sanchez. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to go get past him, isn't it? The only or problem Dele is Alley. He, he would be the best player in the team and we've seen how he behaves when he is the best player in the team. He's just got the attitude we want. He's just got, yeah. he's, he's just got the right attitude. I think we need players with attitude, Pip, that, who, an aggression, who go, I'm the best, get out of my way. Not, and we haven't got enough of that. There's not enough. I was watching the game in the week thinking, if Roy Keane was on that pitch at Celta Vigo, how much of a rollicking everyone would have got. People, in, the, in the old days, Rooney would have done it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Rooney's lost his fight, hasn't he? When he wasn't there, but he's lost, he's lost his edge. Well, he, he just nearly got sent off yesterday. Was because he really, was so late and trying so hard. It was sad. Yeah, it was, it was to see that sad. demise, isn't it? As I said, we'll do that. In the let, let, let's uh, get to the end and make the predictions. Uh, certainly there's one game next Wednesday, which we will talk about. Uh, and we've got a little matter. We've got, we've got Crystal Palace to play and Southampton before Crystal Palace. Uh, Southampton are a team, you know, they just won. They had, I think, lost, I think, three or four on a trot before that. Uh, they've got that Van Dyke, as I call him, uh, that we want. Uh, uh, what do you make of it? They're not the team we really want to be playing right now, are they, Robert? No, and it's really hard to call these games now because it's a bit of a phony wartime, isn't this, for Manchester United? Any, anything could happen with these games because we just want to get through them. But the manager's made it painfully clear he doesn't want to be there, doesn't want the team to be playing these matches. It's not going to be a, a, a scintillating team we're going to put out. I really hard I'd, I'd, I'd got a, I'd say that it's got a draw written all over it to be honest mm. Mm. I just think that there'll be a bit of payback on their part for the League Cup final and they'll be quite up for it and they'll want to finish on a high 
and they might turn us over and we'll have our minds yeah. on other things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, and I think, however, said that, I think we'll beat Crystal Palace with a team of kids because I think Crystal Palace will be thinking about the champagne spray in Marbella and what they're going to get up yeah. to if I know Connor Wickham. And uh, <laughs> seen him there. I've seen him there. He thought he was Caesar. I mean, yeah. what I was doing there is another matter. Why I went there, I still don't yeah. know. But I think we'll beat them. I think we'll turn them over 1 0 on Sunday with a team of kids. Yeah, I think that Crystal Palace needed to get a result before they came. I think there's bad blood between Jose Mourinho and their manager uh, because of that whole parking the bus thing. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. You know he, he enjoyed that too much when uh, Marina was at Chelsea. I don't think Marina's the kind of guy who forgets that type of thing. Uh, So listen, we've made our predictions and uh, we've called some of the stuff that we see. It's going to be an interesting week, if only that we are in limbo, waiting uh, for that big day when the whole season will be defined. Uh, Victory or defeat uh, will signal the future for Manchester United. Let's hope it's a good one. Chris, thank you, mate. Thank you, Fantastic Eddie. Fantastic as always. And, uh, uh, and to you, Bobby, look after yourself. And uh, we'll talk Cheers, again Eddie. Week. God bless. Cheers, Until the next week, uh, it's left to me to say, come on, you Reds. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.